Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. So, question I get asked all the time. In fact, on our Facebook Live a week or so ago, a number of people asked the same sort of questions around, can I afford IVF? What does it cost? Is there, are there, how can we afford to, to go through the process? And so I thought I'd spend some time just outlining the issues. So from a clinic's perspective, if you've been through an IVF cycle, you will appreciate that there are quite large amounts of overhead in terms of running a good IVF unit. And that starts with, obviously, our admin staff, and then we go on to our nursing staff, and then our counsellors, and then our scientists, and then the operating theatres and the staff involved in those. So it's a real team, but each of those members is a professional and uh, their salaries are, are not insignificant. So the starting point for an IVF clinic is quite a big investment. I missed out, in fact, the the other issue, which is the equipment, and obviously that is, as a start-up, is quite an amount of money, and they obviously have to have regular maintenance, and also, as technology moves forward, we have to buy new equipment to keep up to maintain good pregnancy rates. So that's the background to an IVF service. I always say when I'm talking about this that for every one of me, there are 10 other people being funded out of that one IVF cycle that you'll be paying for. And that, to some extent, is why there's no free IVF in Australia. Medicare does provide a substantial rebate. In fact, we are one of the major countries in the world where there is universal support from government, from the taxpayers' money, for IVF cycles. And it contributes somewhere between 30 and 50% of the costs of IVF to a particular patient. But it certainly doesn't cover it all. And so there are the out-of-pocket costs. In the major units, the ones that provide full service, in other words, there's seven-day-a-week nursing contact, there's scientists working seven days a week, there's the best equipment, the best technology. The gap on average around Australia is somewhere between three and a half and five and a half thousand dollars per fresh cycle. Our fresh cycle is where we go and collect eggs. For frozen cycles, the out-of-pocket is around two to $3,000. So if the cycle produces normal numbers of eggs with one or two embryos being formed, and each of those embryos has a 30 to 40% chance of producing a pregnancy, you can do the mathematics and see what out-of-pocket you're likely to be up for to give you a very good chance of pregnancy. And by very good chance of pregnancy, I'm talking about 80%. And to get to 80% chance of a pregnancy, you've got a budget for probably three cycles. So you're talking 
somewhere between ten and twenty thousand dollars in the in the what we call the premium units. There is the possibility of cutting corners, and there are clinics that are charging sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars, but they don't necessarily provide seven day a week service. You don't necessarily get the doctor of your choice. Sometimes those clinics are limiting the dosage of medication to only produce two or three eggs so that the scientific involvement is less. Their pregnancy rates for those cycles are similar, but it is unusual to get lots of embryos for freezing. They also don't provide genetic testing and they don't provide some of the high-tech artificial intelligence, for instance, that we would have in our premier units. So as the used car salesman would say, you pay for what you get. You buy something, you pay money, and the top end, you'll get the best possible service. And I've certainly had patients who've come from the lower cost units somewhat unhappy that things weren't, didn't go the way they wanted them to and felt a bit like a person on a, a line of people going in to a zoo, not a particularly personalised service. And again, that's part of the cost. Because we realise that optimally, when a patient goes through a cycle, there is a nurse that's available for that particular patient who knows them and can respond to any issues on along the way. So I'm justifying the costs of IVF. That said, we know that in the community there are a lot of people who would like to have IVF who think they can't afford it. Now I've mentioned the lower cost units and they certainly are a place to turn to while you're either saving up money or there is another option. Anybody that's been in long-term employment will have superannuation. And it is possible to approach the superannuation fund and be able to pull out of your super fund the money for an IVF cycle. There are actually organisations that will assist you in doing that. They'll obviously take a cut, but it makes the process much simpler. And I probably, at least once a month, sign the paperwork to allow patients to get their money from their super fund. And that's a way forward. The other thing to think about is, while you may think that IVF is expensive, once that child is born, the calculations have shown that by the end of two years of that baby's life, you've spent more than you spent on an IVF cycle. So expense now is going to be replicated by further expense down the line. But that's the decision that you guys have got to make. So IVF is not cheap, and it's not cheap because of the staffing that's required to give good results. You can't do it in the backyard. It's got to be done in very controlled conditions with very skilled people, and that's why the cost is there. We're very lucky in Australia with the support the government gives us with that Medicare rebate and the fact that all the drugs are free. If you talk to patients from the US, for instance, none of it's free, and they're talking about over $20,000 per cycle. We're getting around out of it for three to $5,000. We're actually very fortunate in Australia. I hope that's helpful. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him 
michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.